I'm Tyler, big bag of bugs, Dennering. <laughs> I'm Connery, dead by dawn, Hanson. <laughs> and this is the Franchise Podcast, where friends get together to talk about movie franchises. Mm -hmm. Today, it's just me and Connery, a little yeah. unwinding of this whole franchise. Uh, feels good, doesn't it? Perfect. It feels so good, especially this being our, our uh, post-Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> <laughs> our tummies are full of bugs, bugs. and bile. <laughs> and glass. <laughs> And some turkey. Yeah, and some turkey. I got a veggie turkey loaf at home. I love stuffing. It's my favorite part of Thanksgiving. Is it? <laughs> it really is. I love the stuffing, actually. You should eat so much stuffing that you become the, the monster at the, end, at the end of this. I'm going to become the only, what I keep referring to as the homunculus. Yeah. Uh, this We are recording this the day before Thanksgiving. Yes. For, for anyone wondering. Give um, thanks. <laughs> give thanks to sam raimi yes bruce campbell robert tapert mm -hmm. um who else is involved in this everybody who paved the path for this forward halloween has gone long this year on the, on the franchise podcast you know, november feels like it should belong to halloween as well you think so a lot of people think it and i think in california it's just starting to wind down from being hot in no, into november yeah that's true so like I feel like our Thanksgiving is still it's still moderately hot out. I, I wore a sweater today and then immediately regretted it when I stepped outside. Yeah, I brought Franklin to the studio. Yes, intern Franklin, and I was like, "Hey, let's let's walk the dogs. Let's walk Franklin and Els." And Connie stepped out in a sweater, yeah. and it's just like, "Oh, it's really hot. Yes. Like I've been wearing beanies lately, but it's like too hot yeah. to wear them. <laughs> it's like not time. It's like we desperately want it to be fall, but it's just not happening." Yeah, but that's our you know that's our. Uh, little weather update <laughs> in LA yes. for anyone outside of LA. Really interesting stuff. I think it's so cool. Everyone wants to hear about this stuff. Connor, I do have a question for you. What? Have you ever shit a brick out sideways? No. What is this? Is that what the guy says in the beginning? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm getting shit in a brick out sideways. We're covering Evil Dead Rise. I don't know if I said that. You but, did. Okay, we're covering the final <laughs> installment so far for now of the evil dead franchise i feel like we'll be back yeah i think so too because yeah. this movie did uh very well at mm -hmm. the box office i think it's made the most out of any evil dead movie yeah it was great and uh, i think uh, sam raimi and co have plans to kind of make like uh kind of anthologize this franchise instead of making like a direct sequel or anything so we're gonna have a bunch of people in the end with like an army of darkness finale with like everyone with shotguns and chainsaws <laughs> they're all great. gonna come back yeah we have the girl from the remake we have the, the girl and the daughter from this one that's basically evil dead the game yeah <laughs> ash is gonna be there like every it's the avengers it's disgusting and sickening and i was playing evil dead the game i think i told you yeah yeah that, uh, but you didn't uh, mention how good it was you said nobody was online <laughs> as we cycle into what's new yeah uh we we gotta do our usual segment of what's new <laughs> thank you connery no problem any new media we've been consuming uh, this was not gonna be my what's new but we mm -hmm. might as well talk about evil dead the game sure uh they it came out i think last year a year and a half ago something like that like not that long ago and the uh, company behind it said they're gonna stop uh they they came out with some new uh dlc i don't even know if it's necessarily dlc if people had to pay for it i got it one month when it was free on like the playstation monthly thing mm -hmm. if you have like the playstation online yeah, whatever it's whatever. called <laughs> the whatever yeah, the whatever um, it's called so i'm like oh i've just been i've been watching a lot of these movies obviously for the podcast and i want to try out the game and the game is like really well like it's a lot better than i than i expected oh good honestly mm -hmm. uh however it's very much like uh what is it is it dead by daylight what's that game um where you can play as a bunch of different like That's dead by daylight you're right 
play like you can be like the text you can be like uh yeah, leatherface by, by daylight okay mm-hmm. it's very much like that i think it's 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 really tooled towards being a multiplayer game nice but since the company behind it is no longer making any new content for it like i think people have largely abandoned the game mm. so i was trying to play online <laughs> at all <laughs> and i was just sitting in a, in a little lobby for like 30 minutes and i just like canceled it i was like walking around the my apartment and like doing other stuff yeah and, and there's like just, still no still no game huh yeah but i did play the tutorials i'm like wow this is all like really well thought through i think like there's different classes you can play as like there's ah uh, there's like 10 different characters four of which are ash <laughs> from like different movies good but there's different classes you can play as or if you're on the deadites uh, you could play as the deadites and you start off as like just like the force like flowing through the forest oh, cool. but you can possess uh people's bodies uh-huh. you can control trees to like whack people with oh, and like fun. set traps and like little tiny at like evil ash traps and stuff like that oh that's cute so honestly, it seems like a really well put together game, but I, there's just no way for me to actually experience it anymore. <laughs> like two years after it came out, oh, so that sucks. It's uh, or it's also like the Friday the Thirteenth game, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So it's just like weird having these like franchise video games that only last for a couple years, and you're like, okay, I don't really know what to do with it anymore. And they just kind of lost to the ether because like their online stuff gets shut down. Yeah, but it looks really good and. I, I wish I had an opportunity to play it. Mm. I know the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game just came out, which I think is really similar. <laughs> and a uh, friend of the pod, Cameron Takeda, was telling me about it and how like part of the mechanics are just weird. Like you, like make sure you feed grandpa and stuff like <laughs> feed that. Feed grandpa. <laughs> yeah. What happens if you don't feed grandpa? Uh, I think you lose. I don't know if you're <laughs> not, if you're, if you're not part of the uh, if you're part of the Chainsaw family or whatever they're called. <laughs> I've grandpa. seen a lot of those movies. I still don't know what they're called. <laughs> uh grandpa's there that's cute <laughs> he's like right. a husk of a man great gotta feed grandpa but uh yeah I'll, i have some other what's news but i'll flip back to you uh, connery that's uh that's evil dead the game on ps5 a mostly defunct game <laughs> connery what's new with you <laughs> defunct game oh what's new with me uh i have two things i guess i was bored the other day and i watched uh the lord of the rings while i was finishing off writing my uh tuesday group D wow. session thing. all three of them uh just the first one and then i was kind of walking in and out of the room of uh two towers yeah so just like seven hours of your day yeah just like seven hours of my day <laughs> and i was like on my computer and i was always like it was just nice it was it was a good vibe i believe it was rainy that day too so it was extra good mm-hmm. so always fun to do that i thought about watching the hobbit but i was like no we're gonna cover the hobbit i want it to feel <laughs> a little more fresh cover it? i don't even know when maybe in like two years i don't know like I think that's a great excuse to not watch The Hobbit. <laughs> like, we're going to cover it at some point, blah, 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 whatever. It's because you're still fuming because you don't have the extended edition of the third one. The Battle of the Five Armies. Yeah. One day, my white whale. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're all on Max, too. Yeah, they are. I literally was like, oh, all the extended editions are on Max. Cool. But uh, the other thing me and Tyler did, I think, two days ago? Was it Monday? I have lost all track of days and times right now because of the holidays. So I That's know good. we just Me hung too. out, but I don't. Oh, are you going to talk about the Marvels? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. We did see that like three days ago. Yeah. I've been to the movie theater like a lot recently. <laughs> like, what day was what? Uh, before you transition to that, real quick, I've just yeah. uh, I've been thinking. Uh, I was bored the other day and was looking at tattoo ideas because I still don't have any. Ooh. I'm like, I want to get some movie tattoos or something Sick. like that. You know, just to be even more annoying <laughs> about liking you movies. You don't know what this movie is. Oh, uh, speaking of which, here, I'll show you, Connor. Yeah, show me. I'll have to, like, 
this is horrible for a for a uh, podcast for an audio a, medium. An audio medium yeah. I'll have you describe it after you okay, see it. Okay, perfect. This is interesting. What it is, is it? Gandalf and Saruman in a golf cart. Uh, Legolas is no, it's not. It's their caddy their is, is their staffs, and Saruman's casting a little spell while Gandalf's smoking some delicious pipe weed. <laughs> and the golf cart is very much a hot rod golf cart. Yeah, it's pretty powerful. It is powerful stuff. Yeah. I think, you know, this is not my first tattoo idea, but uh, I really like that somebody got it. And good. maybe like 12 tattoos in. Yeah. Or when I'm in like my 40s and like even more into metal or something like, I like that. that it's, yeah. it's very much like that. It's very metal. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Connor, we saw the Marvels. Yeah, we saw the Marvels and we had fun for the most part, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> it's just like everyone's crapping on Marvel right now. Yeah. Which... I'm not going to say isn't warranted, but just but, people are so intense about things. Yeah. I think my only gripe about it was that um, it feels like they haven't like gotten their new sense of humor yet. No. Yeah. This kind of feels like a transition movie, I guess. Yeah. They are obviously moving away from like, he's behind me, isn't he? Or like, well, guess that's how it's going to be. <laughs> that just happened. That just happened vibe. So moving away from that. And into something a little bit more like zany, it feels like, like with yeah. the singing planet and mm -hmm. the what's called the musical cats playing while the people are being eaten by the cats. Oh, was that a cat song? Yeah, that was memory. Oh, yeah, you're right. I don't know why I didn't put that together. <laughs> I was wondering why you were completely unfaced. Oh, that's was even like, better. I was like, oh, it's funny. Because they had to do Skimble Shanks for me. Oh, yeah, that would, that would have been really great. They're just playing Skimble Shanks, the railway cat. It's like everyone's being devoured quickly. Or Mr. Mistopheles. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny, too. Oh, well, then it was a cat so quick. <laughs> the memory's the one that m most people know. Yeah. But I'm just trying to f get get like what their new humor is, I guess, and what that means because i feel like they don't even know what it is yet well i feel like yeah they're obviously stumbling a lot right now yeah as a, as a huge franchise like that was number one mm -hmm. uh very recently like you know end game was not that long ago it feels like it was forever ago isn't that weird yeah i mean part of that's a pandemic and then also like that was a, it's, a, it's just weird like i guess was end game 2018 or 2019 it was 2018 i think yeah just like separate, like Rise of Skywalker 2 came out like right before the pandemic happened. Mm -hmm. So it's like that feels forever ago. That feels infinity ago, like a lifetime ago. I mean, it was like four years ago, but they've shot out so much TV shows. The same thing with Marvel, too. Like they're kind of in a similar vein where they're just putting up a bunch of TV out of like middling. Like some mm -hmm. is really good. Everyone likes Loki. Yeah, I heard I heard Loki's really good. I watched the first season and liked it. Um, you know, like everyone loves Andor, but then there's other ones that people think is are kind of bad or yeah. just whatever. They're both as both properties feel like they're kind of just like figuring it out still. It's just stagnating in real feels time. Like that's yeah. that's what's difficult. I will say though, the Marvels, uh, going back to that, like I did like it. It was slight, you know, in mm -hmm. a way that was in, it was just fun and entertaining. And honestly, I like the performances yeah. of the three leads. Like all three of them are, are great together. Mm -hmm. It's like. Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and um, uh, does she ever have a name like uh, uh, then Monica they, Rambo? They, they never gave her a name. I just kept calling her Light Ray in my head. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they keep trying to figure out the name for her, but uh, Monica Rambo. Yeah, uh, I thought the three of them had like good onset chemistry or uh, on screen chemistry, and they everything. were really really fun together. Yeah, and that's honestly all I really wanted. I didn't want some big like setup or anything. Yeah, I just kind of wanted to have a good time. But uh, you got a big setup, huh? You got a big setup. Did we? Oh yeah. 
Oh, 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 now I remember. <laughs> the whole reason why I told Connor we need to go see this movie is because I heard there was a certain cameo in it that I thought specifically <laughs> Connery would be interested in. Uh, spoilers. Big spoilers for the post credit scene of The Marvels, a movie that's faltering in the box office <laughs> that many people will not see right now. But this might encourage all of you to go see. In the end, Kelsey Grammer's Beast is there from X-Men. <laughs> He's there. He's all CG. He looks terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> the Rumble himself. And money you see playing. Rambo's mom as a question mark X-Men. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who she is playing yet. Yeah. I guess that's maybe they don't know either. I don't think so. With that costume, like, I don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> so thoughts on uh, Kelsey Grammer? For the minute he was on screen, it looked like he was having fun, I guess. <laughs> Innocent people die all the time. Innocent people die all the time. Our most quoted Kelsey Grammer thing, I would argue. Yeah. Second most is just I'm listening. Yeah, maybe? I'm listening. Or like uh, I know what's the other one? I was like, it's not I am wounded. You send me that meme oh, yeah. a lot, but Sherry Niles. Sherry Niles. We do that one a lot. Mm. Eh, the oh. Rumble. The, the Rumble. <laughs> we talk a lot about the Rumble. Uh, he's just uh, you know, it's it's I. Part of the reason I wanted to go see the movie is before this cameo that makes that seems like the most ridiculous cameo to put into it. It's like of all the original X Men, like they could have done Cyclops, you know, J Jason Marsden mm -hmm. as Cyclops or just something like something that. Incredibly uncontroversial and not old. <laughs> you mean Kelsey Grammer is both of those things? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, he has questionable politics for you know, sure. Very much. Yeah. So you know, I don't think that cameo made me excited for anything. No. It was just fun to see Kelsey Grammer in a full like CG as Beast for no reason. I I just hate that. I some I feel like I go to these movies for like the post credit scene, and it's like, what are they building towards? Is like often like the thing. It feels like now. Yeah. That, honestly, that's why I like the Marvels because it was just kind of fun. Yeah. And didn't ask a lot of the audience. Just like, hey, none of this. Like, honestly, like the first half of it felt like kind of like I was not into it. And yeah. I was like, oh, this is kind of going to this is going to kind of like stink, I think. Mm -hmm. But as you get farther into it and like they build as like a team and everything. Yeah. The Marvels themselves. Um, you know, it's not a great movie, I think, but mm -hmm. it was very fun. It like, makes me sad that they lose like their swapping thing in the end. So right. Like, I'd, I'd like that them to be tied together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the villain is kind of just like, kind of just whatever. But then also the reasoning why she's a villain is very much Captain Marvel's fault. <laughs> and like, it's, it's like, like oh, you wow. ruined my whole planet. <laughs> it's like, wow, you kind of realize that Captain Marvel's like uh, weakness is just not being this like. She's be not smart. She's being able to think things through. Yeah. And honestly, you don't really feel like the analog of Captain Marvel to Superman mm -hmm. uh, kind of until the end of this movie. Yeah. When she's so powerful, she reignites a son. <laughs> yeah. I guess we're just doing full. Yeah, I'll, I'll put spoilers in the description yeah. or whatever. But yeah, she's able to reignite the son for like uh, the Kree. Yeah, the Kree. It's just something she never thought about doing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, honestly, like I like that a lot as her character because mm -hmm. she is all powerful. So her weakness is just like not being able to think, think certain things through. Yeah. I think it's, it's a good weakness to have and it's a fun thing to be be able to exploit for future movies where she just stop throwing hammers at her we we need somebody yeah. that can just really just mess with her like get her trapped in a cage in some way like kind yeah. of like she doesn't even have a kryptonite uh weakness no but the same thing with superman where i mean he does have kryptonite but yeah. also like he's not he's a smart guy but he's not like the most he's not a super genius no yeah you know he doesn't understand magic. He still has certain weaknesses that are like weird and specific. Mm -hmm. And I kind of like that about Captain Marvel too. Yeah. It's just like, and like her, 
her and uh, the other Marvels like kind of complement each other mm-hmm. quite well. So uh, this is the most I've talked about a Marvel new Marvel movie in a that, while. It really but, does feel like that. Like yeah. I don't know. I feel like I haven't seen one in a long time other than the Spider Man's. Yeah, I guess uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. Oh, yeah, which we saw Love and Thunder. I haven't seen since it was in theaters that we did an episode on. And yeah, I feel like we both liked more than most people. Yeah, we we had fun with Thor. Um, I still feel like they did Gore Gore a little dirty, but yeah, yeah, but still he's still Christian Bale does a good job as Gore. Like it's fun. But I've just really gone to come to appreciate just a breezy, entertaining blockbuster movie. I don't need all this like build up to like yeah. something bigger. Some like doom and gloom thing or whatever. And that's like, what I was pointing to. Where I'm like, it sucks that I couldn't go to a movie and enjoy the movie, and the movie just becomes about the post credit scene. Like, do you think this movie does that too? No, because that X Men thing is so <laughs> inconsequential and <laughs> yeah. stupid that it doesn't matter. I mean, Miss Marvel. Um, I don't remember what's her character's name besides Miss Marvel. Like Kamala Khan. Yeah, Kamala Khan. She's like recruiting the young Avengers. I'm like, okay, sure, like whatever, like that's, that's fine. Yeah, and it, she d- they do it in a fun way. Just it was nice to see a big superhero movie that didn't have much to do with anything else. Yeah, without setting it up. But that's also what people complained about uh, about Phase Four and Five, the MCU. I still don't know where the delineation point between Four and Five is. You know, there's we're on Phase Five now. I guess yeah, but Quantumania, I feel like just really soured a lot of people, which I I. You know, I don't think that movie is uh, good. I, uh, yeah, I it was disappointing to me too because the first two I like a lot and they're just yeah. fun. And that was like, no, I can do a serious movie too. <laughs> like it's like okay, and then all the King stuff is falling apart. So it's just all a huge mess right <laughs> Everyone's now. Everyone's talking about Doctor Doom is going to be the new bad guy now. Sure, I saw something recently that John Hamm wants to be Doctor Doom. I I'm like, love that. I'm like, I don't know if he's <laughs> like the best fit for it, but. I love John Hamm, so yeah. whatever. I don't care. Just let him do it. Who I cares at this point? I feel like superhero movies in general are like really floundering right now. So, <laughs> like they said, who cares at this point? But everybody cares. <laughs> I know, like, I, but that's what it feels like. It feels like everybody cares too much, yeah. and like they're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't care about superhero. I don't know. It's like, yeah, everyone cares so much yeah. that it. I feel like you and I and like some other friends and stuff like that have gone through this thing where it's just like, okay, like. Us two have never really loved Marvel as much as other people have, mm-hmm. like, and maybe the general populace because it got so huge. Yeah. So now that it's, like, not as huge, we're still like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Some of these are still good because yeah. we're just evaluating them as Are we movies. just, like, like so, like, po- post-culture? We're just so ahead of it, and we're so smart. Well, I just don't know if we had, like, as strong of a fan base thing with, with Marvel, you no, know? No, like, it just – it never really clicked with me that much. I feel like you've always been more – not even just DC, but just other comics. Yeah. Too. Like it just Marvel's never been something that's really been like my thing. Like I, I feel like I, I read Daredevil. I don't read Spider-Man. I read Venom. Um I street level heroes. It's all street level heroes. Yeah. It's not like DC's doing well at all either. No. But they just have They're not doing been doing worse. well. <laughs> they they <laughs> haven't been doing well for a very long time. Yeah. So it's the point where they put out one winner, everyone's like, Good job, boy. <laughs> But what even was the winner? There hasn't been like the any... Batman, maybe if yes. that counts. Yeah, 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 yeah. It counts, but not like it's not DCEU. But they don't even but... have their EU anymore. It's just well, 
Like, also, we have like, to wait till James Gunn does the Superman legacy thing to kick off his next thing. Right. They also announced that the DCU is over before like three <laughs> movies were going to come out. And it's just like, why are you doing this to yourself? You're just shooting yourself in the foot. I love it so much that we have to like bear through these like movies that don't matter that set up things that don't matter. Like there's a good reason why The Flash made no money is because it's like they told everyone to stop caring. Ezra Miller's like a criminal. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to find like a, a legalese way to say it, no, but he's, they're, he's, they're a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> um, Blue Beetle is fine, but it's like inconsequent. Like, where is that? You yeah. know, like, why did they decide to make that then? Mm -hmm. uh, and then Aquaman 2, like, I like Aquaman 1 for its like silliness, yeah. but then it's probably not going to make any money either because what, it, what does they, it told, mean? <laughs> they told the audience to not care, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, this is done, doesn't matter anymore, who gives a shit, I don't care. And they kept delaying it so many times because mm -hmm. they're, like, embarrassed, I guess. <laughs> and it's just like, you made this... <laughs> Meanwhile, they're shelving Batgirl and, like, that, that Wiley Coyote movie. Wiley and stuff Coyote like that. movie? Yeah, they did it as, like, a tax write-off, so now they might... Um, it was like a completed film. Yeah, that it was like half live action, half animated. Um, Acme Wiley Coyote movie. Oh, so cool. um, they were going to just use it as a tax write off, but now they might shop it to other studios okay. because there was so much outrage over them just doing it as a tax write off. So just the film industry and as a whole is just so weird, and I think kind of bad right now. Yeah, and, it's and, really and weird for creators. I think it's mm -hmm. it's. You know, it's always been a business, and that stuff is really showing itself a lot more recently, especially with, like, certain studio heads coming from not a film background. Mm -hmm. it, it, they're just approaching it as a business or, like, a tech company or something like that. Yeah. So it's just been this whole... Anyways, I'm just going on a big rant now. No, but... I feel like this is the podcast now. We're just going to talk about yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. We saw the Marvels in theaters. Yeah, we had we had fun in total a fun experience go see the marvels it's it's honestly a nice enough time <laughs> yeah it had some points in it that i was surprised that we're in it like yeah. i was like oh this is i had no expectation for this to happen and it was a lot of fun this mm -hmm. this scene like like you said like the singing planet yeah i know? was like i made made a face you're like why you look disgusted i'm like i don't know like this should be everything i want it just came out of nowhere <laughs> You didn't like it because it was the inside of your own head. Yeah, I was like, what's happening in my brain all the time? <laughs> <laughs> See, Connery, this is what a musical plan is like. <laughs> like, hmm. <laughs> I must sit with this. <laughs> Literally, it was me. The I'm like, would I actually enjoy this? Hmm. <laughs> I do have one other what's new before yeah. we get to uh, Evil Dead Rise. Get it. Uh, I just saw Thanksgiving yesterday. Oh, how's that? The Eli Ross movie. Yeah. Uh, it's a horror movie about Thanksgiving. Yep. I met up with uh, Lupe. Aw. Who is just Lupe Cornejo, who's just on two of the Resident Evil episodes, mm -hmm. one of the Fifty Shades episodes. <laughs> she's, she's she's been on this podcast. She's prolific on this show. She is at, almost as prolific as Jacob, perhaps. Perhaps, yes. Maybe we should give her a t-shirt. We should. We, that's what we need to do for our 200 just make a bunch of t-shirts for like the amount of, we have to count the number of times they've been on the show and then give them that number t-shirts and they're like thanks i don't want this <laughs> are you kidding me <laughs> jacob would wear his 15 timer t-shirt <laughs> um so to answer your question was thanksgiving good yes good yeah i had a good time with it i've watched a lot of eli roth movies i would say so he did like the What's oh, what's it called? It's not the cabin in the woods, but uh, is it just called Green Hell? Uh, not Green Hell. What's, what's that one where it's like uh, Green Inferno? Green Inferno. The Green Inferno. He did Knock Knock with uh, Keanu Reeves. Right. 
where the meme is from where he's buried in the dirt and he's staring at a cell phone and screaming. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. He did the remake of Death Wish, which many people either forget or just had no idea about. Okay. Uh, a House with a Clock in Its Walls, which is like a great kind of kids... Yeah, I was going to say with Jack uh, Black. Halloween movie. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's like kind of one of his outliers. That's cute. I like that. That shows versatility, and that's really important. Yeah. I mean, he's directing, like, he directed the Borderlands movie that's coming out oh, right. next year, I think. We'll have to watch that with Geronimo or something. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I keep hearing, like, production rumors where it's just like, yeah, I don't know. They keep pushing it back, so I don't know. Mm. I don't know what's going on there, but, oh, Cabin Fever. Cabin and Fever. And, of course, how could we forget Hostel and Hostel Part 2? No, we can't. So Thanksgiving feels a lot more like Hostel. <laughs> like, <laughs> just like in creative ways of murdering somebody at thanksgiving absolutely nice. yes and very thanksgiving themed ways mm. uh, i will spoil one because we talked about it on evil dead 2013 but someone definitely dies from a, a turkey, turkey saw turkey, turkey chopper. chopper whatever it's called <laughs> whatever those things are called i keep calling it turkey chopper <laughs> yeah someone's definitely murdered by one of those good uh but it's based on the trailer from grindhouse which is the tarantino <laughs> Robert Rodriguez double feature thing with Planet Terror and why am I forgetting the oh my god so many film people are screaming at me right now keep screaming <laughs> thanks for the support Connor <laughs> Death Proof Death Proof yeah you ever seen Death Proof no I've only heard of it I think you'd like it yeah it's uh you know Kurt Russell driving a stunt car trying to murder a bunch of stunt women oh Okay, love it like that. But it's fun and pulpy, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's good. It's a good time. I think it's pretty underrated, actually, in terms hmm. of all his movies. Because when, uh, when, when Grindhouse came out, not a lot of people, not as many people as expected went to go see that. Because mm. it was like a double feature thing. Like, we're bringing Grindhouse back. We're bringing back double features. And it just didn't really make as much money as, as Tarantino or Rodriguez expected. And they go, shoot. But in between, there's a bunch of trailers. There's one from like Rob Zombie, one from Edgar Wright, one from... Eli Roth called Thanksgiving. So right. this movie is basically adapted from that trailer. Fun. Um, there's this other one that exists called Thanks Killing. Oh yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I there's saw that no in like such high school. Thing as a killer turkey. Oh wait, I lied. I was about to ask you to describe to the audience what that's about, but uh, I think I they just get the did. idea. <laughs> it's a turkey that kills people. Yeah, that's all me and my cousins would quote to each other over and over again for the longest time. There's three of them. Yep. There's a musical, I guess. Oh, there's a musical? Yeah. Wow. But enough about Thanksgiving. We'll come back to that when we cover it next year for yeah. Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, I don't... It has great... Like, the performances are good. Honestly, like, it's just a really well-written slasher movie that's themed to a holiday. Good. Like, it's more gruesome than I it kind of expected. I mean, that's a little silly to say if, if there's any Eli Roth heads out there <laughs> because he is very gruesome. Yeah. But I just... I mean, we'll talk about this a little bit with Evil Dead Rise, too, but, like, I... It was just very violent and disgusting in a lot of ways, yeah. um, in various, various ways. <laughs> um, it would be like rated R for like a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. So since we're talking about Evil Dead yeah. and we have been talking about Evil Dead, I would say Thanksgiving is much more in the vein of Evil Dead 2013. Yeah. In terms of how violent it is compared mm. to Evil Dead Rise, which I feel like is like kind of a, a little step down in terms of. It's portrayal of violence and everything. It definitely is. It's much more palatable. But it does... Uh, one last thing I'll say about Thanksgiving, well, maybe two things, <laughs> <laughs> is that it really surprised me by how 
like kind of prescient it is about the <laughs> holiday of Thanksgiving. <laughs> like it doesn't really have anything too much to say really, except for uh, basically like the way the movie's set up in the beginning without giving too much away is it's Black Friday and th- it's happening sooner and sooner every year, you know, and you know, there's even dialogue about how it's like, oh, like, can you believe it? like Black Friday starts at 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving? I, I can't even go to the dinner anymore. What? I'm like, wow, I've been there working in retail and I like passed, you That's know. Right. So it's like I can't even it's like, oh, have Thanksgiving dinner and then go to work and then work like overnight and stuff for Black Friday. And oh my God. Uh, people may or may not have uh, some sort of huge tragedy related to that <laughs> in the movies. So uh, and it's also very Massachusetts specific. Hmm. It takes place in Plymouth. OK. The killer is like, uh, he's wearing like a John Carver mask, which I don't know if that's a historical thing. It's like a pilgrim, isn't it? Yeah, he's yeah. a pilgrim. Um, so it's all very, you know, obviously Thanksgiving themed. Yeah. Uh, but I also just really appreciated the Mass- Massachusetts specifics uh, when it comes to like, just because I have family there and everything, mm-hmm. but just having like people, like they're called like mass holes, you know, like the mass. way people drive and stuff like that. <laughs> like there's a scene where like a cop pulls up in front of somebody else. It's like, fuck you, or whatever. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, man? And the other guy's just like, fuck off. <laughs> like everyone's just really mean to each other. Oh so just all those kind of specifics were, were pretty fun for me. Nice. I will say the only other thing related to that right now is like this story is still unfolding with uh, not Thanksgiving, but Spyglass Entertainment. Oh. Where, which is the company behind this and and the uh more the new screen movies is uh one of the stars of this recent screen movies she was like speaking out um or like in support of palestine mm. and then she was like removed from the movie wow from scream seven the new one coming out mm. uh and then also jenna ortega um who is in the last two too uh like is no longer going to be in the seventh one she didn't speak out or anything, um, but she, they said like it was because of a scheduling conflict with like Wednesday season two. Oh. But I think it's very much like just reading like between the lines. It seems like it's in solidarity with um. I'm, I'm spacing on her name, but the other actress. So it's gonna yes. be a different. So, <laughs> so that's going on along with like, and they're both from Spyglass Entertainment. So people are all being like, oh, boycott every Spyglass movie and everything, like including Thanksgiving. So. My personal opinion on that is just like I think what Spyglass is doing is bad, but I think thinks like that doesn't have anything to do with Eli Roth in his movie. Mm-hmm. So you know everybody should just go do decide for themselves what they want to do about that, yeah. and the story will have unfolded more in the next three days before this episode comes <laughs> out. But I think it's kind of unfair for it to affect a different filmmaker that has. Nothing to do with that. Yeah, it's just the production company. But that's that's just such a tricky issue because cinema is like art and commerce and stuff put together, mm. you know? And it's just, I don't know. It's just a huge, comp, like, an annoying issue, right? Just don't now. be mean like, to Eli Roth. He's not doing anything wrong. Well, I mean, they're not even being mean to him. They're just like, let's boycott other movies that it's from this production mm. company. Which is like, you know, it's the whole like consumer thing. Like, put your money where money, your mouth is. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. So I think that Thanksgiving is good and what Spy Class <laughs> Entertainment is doing is bad. bad. So you're obviously going to do whatever you want to do. But uh, yeah. Fair enough, Tyler. Just a weird. You won't be canceled today. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> today. You avoided it again. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, it's just a weird you know, I mean, it's not weird because like all this stuff's going on. Whatever, let's just fucking move on. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't have anything like important to say about it. I just want to like 
I just felt like it needed to be brought up yeah. as something that's happening mm -hmm. and that's just being like, oh, he loves Thanksgiving. How does he feel about this whole situation or whatever? So who's this straw man that's doing this to you? Myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's most important in Thanksgiving? Family. And you know what's most important in Evil Dead Rise? Family. And Fast and Furious. And Fast and Furious. So let's talk about Fast and Furious for an hour right, before we, we get go. to Evil Dead Rise. <laughs> I, I had a dream the other night. I think it was last night. Yeah. That I was watching Fast and Furious. I'm like, this movie is like really good. <laughs> and then like, um, but Vin Diesel had never shown up. And I'm like, oh, wait, no, he's going to show up in like the last 20 minutes or something. Right. And like, oh, you know what? Like maybe Fast and Furious is like really good. Without him. <laughs> Without Vin Diesel. Like, why was that my dream? That's so weird. You're just like, maybe it'd be better if you left. That's like his baby. That's like who yeah. he is. But you know who else uh, talks about family all the time besides Vin Diesel? The mom and Evil Dead. <laughs> mom and Evil Dead, rise. rise. What were your thoughts on this movie, Connery? I really liked it. Yeah? Yeah. I kept saying a lot of our guests talked it down a lot and w was like, uh, it's not that good or it's just okay. And I really liked this one. Yeah, I so you'd seen this for the first time like a week ago. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And then we watched it again today because mm -hmm. I didn't know that you had seen it already. Yeah, my so. bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I hadn't seen it since it came out in like March. Mm. So I'm like, I, or April. I definitely needed to watch it again. No, before. the refresh is good for me too. Yeah. Uh, I feel like a little bit better about it. I still liked it when I first saw it. Mm -hmm. And uh, like all the, all the points you were bringing up about all the specific things you like about it so mm -hmm. much. It's like, oh, yeah, that is that is good. Um, it's just the thing with this, this franchise too, is like all of them are good. Mm -hmm. So even like the worst one is kind of just like, a, not only is like the worst one still good, yeah. but it's also just a matter of perspective because of how different every single movie is. Oh, absolutely. Like it's a different tone of horror every single time. It's like what Mason said, like it really does show like what horror genre you're into kind right. of based off of these movies. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a really good point because they're just all different enough. Yeah. But, um, yeah. What, a, what an opening to this movie though. Oh, I know. Right. Fantastic. Like that might be my favorite opening of any of the movies. Oh yeah. It's so good. With, like the girl coming out of the water, then just evil. Dead rise. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, classic too like uh, seeing this in the theaters too i was like i have no idea where this movie's gonna take place i know it, they go to like a high rise at some point mm -hmm. any of that at least but i just didn't know how much time they'd spend in the cabins so yeah. that was a total surprise that they're in the forest at all mm -hmm. and that was after the movie took place oh you're right yeah yeah because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because of the ending of this movie yep and poor girl none of her other friends showed up either it was just her and her cousin and her boyfriend i wonder if the spirit killed all of her other friends um probably well how does the the whole thing would yeah i mean we're five movies in yeah and deadites are so difficult to kill invincible yeah like uh beth beth is her name yeah uh, the main character, like she, the only way to destroy the deadites, <laughs> which are her family, she, is to completely eviscerate them. Wood chipper them. <laughs> wood chipper them, chainsaw them all at the same time. Mm -hmm. And yet the spirit still remains. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, five movies in, 40 years in, we still don't have like a huge explanation of how they work and everything. But and there's no weakness. Yeah, there's no weakness. Chainsaw. <laughs> I, I still like all that. I don't it's need great. an explanation still after all this. Time, no, I know? don't want it. At first, in my head, I was like, would it be cool to see like how like the Necronomicon was made? I was like, no, it wouldn't. It'd actually suck. Yeah, like I love lore and like huge mythology behind 
franchises and everything, but this is one I definitely don't want that. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to see something of like, you know, like Saruman b making the Urukai. Like, I don't yeah. want to see that with the Deadites and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to, I want to know as little as possible. They're really scary because of how little you know about yeah, them. That mystery and terror. <laughs> but you're, like you're saying, like the, the bomb in this movie, like she feels the most real, I guess, mm -hmm. and most, uh, like toying with everybody yeah she's a great deadite turn for me especially from watching the evil dead remake to this where it's like the deadites are just pure evil this yeah. one she has that like kind of manic energy of being like i'm gonna mess with you and then i'm gonna kill you <laughs> yeah and it's just there's hasn't been a situation i guess you know um ash's sister becomes a deadite and yeah stuff. but just the whole family dynamic of someone's mom and that powerful like um amount of control over children yeah especially the little girl mm -hmm. you know it's like but, just, uh sorry what are you gonna say no no i was just saying i was kind of come back come back to you the amount of like manipulation she has just by like you know asking <laughs> yeah and it's especially like a little girl like you totally buy it at least i did when mm -hmm. like she is convinced mm -hmm. to open the door yeah when her mom is turned into a dead eye because it's like that's my mom how i how could i not trust her like yeah. this is literally like my life like being that little and stuff and it's even though she like, just looks so messed up in that part of the movie like the mom looks terrifying right and you're like this is my mom you know she doesn't have the comprehension it's almost like beth it's almost like someone would requ be required to watch a different evil dead movie to fully process that someone's not there because this yeah. is like i feel like this is really emotionally devastating in a way that oh it's huge i was like the fact that children are like yeah involved in, involved any, way. in any way i'm like oh my god it makes it so much more intimate and scary and mean it's horrifying <laughs> by the ending when the kids became deadites i was just like oh my god like it's it's just, it's just going there it's going for it it doesn't care yeah it just absolutely goes there but for some reason like it doesn't feel as intense ever as as the 2013 one yeah because the 2013 one is visceral and violent and angry is it angry i think it's at least evil like i don't know like, yeah it's like way more evil and this feels like a little bit more like creature feature I yeah feel like just kind of like gross because they kind of like even identify in like the books that function as semi-bestiary as well where it's like we have the wraith and the mom becomes like that scary like figure kind of thing with that big scream and then you see the homunculus and that's what all the they turn into in the end and so yeah it is it is more like a monster bestiary or something like mm -hmm. demonic still but evil dead 2013 is more like you have to do the, all these steps to summon the the evil yeah so it's just a whole different approach to it mm -hmm. it's really hard to compare any of these movies to any other ones no it's so <laughs> and difficult. i should stop doing that but it's just like hard to process i guess mm -hmm. Uh, it's really great in that sense too where it's just so much fun to point at them and have each one just be so different and special from the others yeah i mean you're you're noting how you like the design of the book and everything mm -hmm. too a lot yeah i like the teeth on the on the side of it i thought that was a great feat like addition to it because it just makes it seem more like i don't know forbidden and evil and like it's alive too like when dan first finds the book and it's like writhing like I thought, yeah. like I kind of wish it opened and the it was just the book. Like the book's like breathing under there, just like anticipating right. being found again. But it's just a bunch of bugs, and I was like, I was like, eh. I wish it w literally was the book. Just like, <gasps> yes, 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 pick yeah. me up. <laughs> yeah, that almost feels more like Evil Dead too, or like Army of Darkness. Yeah, it's, or it's much more hokey, I guess. <laughs> but I mean, not hokey. Just it's like, yeah, this takes it more serious approach to it, I guess. Yeah, less goofy. Mm -hmm. This movie's not really goofy in any way. 
I, I don't think like no uh maybe some like humor in there but not i mean not really there's like some humor and maybe like the disgusting things that like my moment where i laughed really hard was in like the mom eats the eyeball of that one guy and then just like right. hocks it up and spits it into like the other yeah. kid's mouth and he's like oh it's still like fun antics even though it's absolutely disgusting oh yeah that's about as funny as it gets yeah you know? that's that's it it's like you've laughed at that you're like you laughed at that <laughs> I don't know what were your favorite parts, Ty. What are some what were some call out moments for you in this? I just I, I do really like the finale. I think the finale is really strong, mm-hmm. especially when she's like totally covered in blood yeah. with the chainsaw. Like I just think that's a very evocative image, mm-hmm. and just the fact that she has to destroy her family. Mm-hmm. Um, even like although at the same time like her being pregnant, it's like I, I you know thematically I understand that absolutely, but it just feels like kind of not. I guess it is necessary for the themes of the movie. Yeah, it's it's family. Yeah. Vin Diesel would be proud. Yeah. <laughs> um and just the whole the grinder and everything, but I almost expected the three-headed monster of family to be even more disgusting. Yeah, it should have been way worse, I feel like, but when so, I saw it I was kind of relieved. I was like this is much tamer looking than what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Yeah, it's like Lovecraftian, but I've seen way, way more disgusting Lovecraftian things. Yeah, you know? we've we've been to the deep horizon. We know what's beyond. The event horizon. The event horizon, sorry. How dare you? I'm sorry. <laughs> the event horizon. We know it's there. You should tell me what you like a lot, because I think you like this movie more than I do. I like it a lot, yeah. Um I don't know, I, I like that it's on a record now and the chant is on a record part of me wants to see that movie with the priest now a little bit like doing that and being like it's a force for good we can use this and have it just so like tremendously blowing up in his face is so amazing like that's just good lore in general i love that i do like that historically like i don't know if that was really intention but this is supposed to be set in la Mm -hmm. it really for me doesn't really ever really feel like it's actually la yeah especially that's kind of like apartment building it's It's like nothing that like doesn't exist here it would be downtown Mm -hmm. you know which i think it is selling it as but it's just but it's just like this low dilapidated sky rise it's not even that because there are a lot of dilapidated like apartments (laughs) in downtown that haven't been like renovated or gentrified yet or anything Mm -hmm. but it's just like why is this family here it doesn't really feel like it fits yeah they all, they all, they feel like they're like bohemian artists like the mom's a right. tattoo artist right. uh dj protester daughter and then creative artist daughter last in terms of oh just the historical aspects of it being like a priest on a record and stuff like that like yeah. there's this there was a lot of religious movement in i think like the 30s through the 50s in in la especially mm-hmm. downtown la like big, like um, you know, like tent pole kind of like evangelists and stuff like yeah. that. So I'm like, oh, I kind of like tying that history into all of the Dalit stuff, where it's like that kind of preacher would think that's like this could be for good yeah, because right. they're kind of like I have a different approach to to God and religion and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's called a cult. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I really like that. I'm like that's just great additional lore to get the Necronomicon over to LA in general. Yeah, because I guess how I mean these are the things you don't really need to think about. The Economicon can show up like wherever. Yeah, I guess you know? it doesn't matter. Yeah, but I don't know. It's fun to be like, hey, this is why it's here, and it's like, cool. I like that. Um, I again, I, I like the necro the redesign of the Necronomicon a lot too. I like the teeth. I like kind of like the spindles of darkness coming from it too. Like I just dig the whole vibe of the new book. 
Yeah, there's a lot more like black ooze in this movie than than blood. Even I mean, there is blood. There's yeah. there's the mom shooting like she barfing the blood. She pukes out her soul with like white stuff. Huh? I, for some reason, I'm like, oh, she's puking out her soul. Like the last oh. like the last time she says something is like, save my family, and oh, then she's gotcha. completely corrupted. Yeah, she does do like somebody gets covered in a bucket of blood. You know, <laughs> like as as you should in an Evil Dead movie, mm-hmm. but way more of it is like like dark corruption fluid as yeah. opposed to blood like the the daughter too mm-hmm. like she's shooting out all the the ooze it feels yeah. <laughs> i just am probably unfairly comparing it to like a nickelodeon or yeah something. no it's like it's kind of like how i got away with play, playing shadow of the colossus because i was playing it and when you stab those things dark there's like blood shoots out of their head yeah but it's black and I, my mom was like oh it's darkness i'm like yeah yeah it's darkness <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I'm doing the right thing here. Yeah, and it turns out you're very much doing the wrong thing that whole game. But, <laughs> but yeah, um, Dark Ooze, uh, it makes them a lot more palatable. But, of course, you know, what's her name? Um, Bridget throws up all over, um, throws up blood all over her brother. Oh, yeah, that's who does it. It's not the mom, yeah, yeah. when she's in the sheet, right? Mm-hmm. And then- yeah, I love that whole sheet sequence. They do my favorite thing in the world where she's lurking in the background and they kind of doesn't even, like, address it. Or like the camera pans over, you see her literally get up like out of the bed. And she's like leaning out of the room, so you just see her in the sheet, and then you see it closer to her in the sheet, and then her, she actually attacks. And I was like, "Oh, that's great! That's so good!" But I, I enjoyed that whole sequence where she's like being like a makeshift ghost. I thought that was great. Yeah, definitely. It's it's like old school scary. E- anytime there's like just a, somebody in a sheet mm-hmm. in a movie, I, I like a lot. Like yeah. <laughs> it's just the simplest thing. Even in a Halloween, there's mm-hmm. a scene like that when he has the glasses on top of the sheet. Because <laughs> um, and then the the girl thinks it's her boyfriend or whatever. Right, I remember. And it's that. Michael Myers, but yeah. it's just like just that really simple kind of scary stuff. Which mm-hmm. is like, no, actually, I'm a serial killer. Yeah, like, oh actually, my god, gotcha. <laughs> it's like the most simple costume, but actually something horrifying underneath uh what else did i like um i think the design of the mom especially the more like broken down and scary she gets is really really good yeah she's really good in this she's fantastic who's that committed um Alyssa sutherland she's an australian actress she's in vikings oh um what else is she in i think that's what she's known for most Mm. well she did great like honestly that was an incredible terrifying performance that she gave like she was in australia's next top model like eight years ago or something wow (laughs) i guess she's a model too cool she's in the devil wears prada oh uh, as something i don't know (laughs) she's there you know nice but yeah, she's like really good in this movie. Yeah, she's awesome. Like she's so scary and like off the walls, and she does bring that kind of animated vibe to the Deadites, which I'm so, I was so thankful for. Yeah, especially like her going down the hallway and mm-hmm. she's kind of like juddering and stuff like that. Yeah, and, like, and she's like almost floating. Mm-hmm. Anything like that, I like a lot. <laughs> I really enjoyed when um she, when the daughter's looking at her through the peephole and she is oh there you are and she kind of looks like somebody like yanks her up with like puppet strings and she goes yeah. like shunk like that. Honestly, any possession kind of movie I feel like needs to have these like fun effects because yeah. I mean, this is, you know, well removed from the Evil Dead, like the original mm-hmm. in terms of all these effects and being like really cartoony and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, this this is supposed to be a more grounded movie, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Um, I was OK with it just being confined to one floor, too. Otherwise, I feel like it would have gotten really out of hand. Yeah, it's still once I put my mind out of like worrying about any of that or thinking about it where it's like, oh, it's one floor on a hotel or like an apartment 
complex and it's like oh it's like you know they have to move out within a month so that's yeah. the reasoning for it being so empty mm -hmm. but that just very obviously feels like a script structure structure slash yeah. budget thing and also yeah just a lot of that stuff feels like it, it really feels like a set but it's a really well-made set yeah and so just have fun in this room you know mm -hmm. in this in this horror show yeah, and this like don't kill think house. about reality too <laughs> yeah. much you know um yeah that's i had to like put my mind out of that i guess you know? mm, yeah but i don't know I, I, even just as somebody who writes scripts like scripts i'd just be like oh my god like going through the entire rest of the building like beth and the girl aren't gonna get out of that like like so many people and then what's the consequence for the rest of los angeles <laughs> like what is that you know even mason when, uh on evil dead 2 we're talking about demons too and how like it's the whole apartment complex yeah over by demons mm. Uh, it is be very it'd be more action yeah and i also feel like this is their reasoning for having it so isolated within a city mm -hmm. it's about having it being in like an abandoned apartment complex that's like locked off and everything yeah but it's just uh yeah i don't know i guess i prefer this over it being in a cabin again yeah you know? i don't think i could take that again being like oh we're back to the cabin okay like i don't know if i love this scenario but like whatever it still works mm -hmm. you know and it's still yeah, it's it's good. just a vessel for to sh to show the movie. You yeah, know, that's... and you were mentioning cell phones, and I was like, right, there, there are <laughs> infinite number of times cell phones should have been used, but they are not used. Well, well they're they... used to play messages. Cell phones are. Yeah, when uh Beth is listening to the message, and then she hears um her sister, whatever the mom's name is, come over the message. She's like, please help me! I'm burning! I'm burning! <laughs> Right. There's like varying levels of like losing power and stuff too. Like mm -hmm. the DJ son or whatever is like playing the record slowly or whatever, yeah. like with his finger. Mm -hmm. Who, uh, by the way, uh, it's Morgan Davies. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen him in a, another show. What was the show? A little show called One Piece. Oh my God. He's in, is he, who's he, Zoro? Who is he? He's Kobe. Toby. Kobe. Kobe. Who's Kobe? Show me a picture of Kobe. I, I'll know his face before I know the what's it called the character's name <laughs> oh oh he's that guy okay he's the little um, navy wannabe boy that's cute yeah like the i i haven't i've only watched the first uh episode i think of one piece when yeah. i was over at your place a couple months ago <laughs> right but you know who has seen all of one piece my dad <laughs> your dad watched all of the one piece thing? yeah is he a big one piece fan now apparently like I, I don't think i don't think he even knew it was like based on anything he just watches stuff on netflix and oh when i was God. visiting up there for a couple of weeks i just came into the door one day with lily i was like is he watching one piece just because like i saw there was like the clown pirate yeah. i'm like i know the clown pirate yeah. i don't know his name i know the clown pirate guy mm -hmm. and my dad's like yeah this show's really weird i'm like is this one piece he's like yeah have you heard of it i'm like yeah yes. but i like didn't go into detail how it was like a manga and anime yeah. and everything um and he's like he's explaining to me all the different powers he's like yeah the pirate you know he's just like a head in the box and stuff he can, like, i know about gum gum fruit dad <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i know a little about gum gum fruit but now my 65 year old father knows more about gum gum fruit than i do that is so beautiful <laughs> i know right like i wanted to at least do a bit where i'm like calling him up and be like dad can you explain one piece to us please but <laughs> i won't do that, that to at him. some point but he was like he really liked the show that's so awesome did you tell him there's like a whole anime no i didn't because yeah. i don't want him to like have to overthink it i just want to him to like enjoy one piece enjoy of one bliss piece. you know okay nice like he's not gonna go watch the anime or anything maybe he would <laughs> He becomes a big One Piece fan. <laughs> <laughs>
cosplay Zoro. Well, I think my dad's just like, oh, it's like a cartoon. Yeah, Those are like for kids. But yeah. it's like once it's live action, One Piece. Well, I guess he'll watch seasons one through three of One Piece. Because <laughs> he likes things being like weird enough. But if something's too weird, he won't be into it. It's like, oh, yeah, so this, amazing this to me. <laughs> like Luffy. He's like, yeah, Luffy or whatever. Like his arms get all long. And so yeah. I'm like, wow, I guess he just really likes One Piece. It's the fact that it's, it's your dad, too. I know. He's like, I've only met him a couple times. But I'm like, he just seems such like a guy's guy. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm watching One Piece. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really strange. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm always just working outside, even though I'm retired and stuff, like chopping wood and stuff. Anyways, I love One Piece. Like, I cool. love the OST of One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> it made me so happy. That's so awesome. Not not because I'm like a big One Piece fan, but just yeah. I'm like, well, this is the most random shit. It's really fun. <laughs> uh that's so cool <laughs> anyways evil dead rise <laughs> evil dead rise um staffany staffany staffany's great it was an awesome pun name i even have that written down my notes how much i loved that they came up with the nickname of staffany because i mostly was joking like haha staffany and it was it was like because i thought she said stephanie i was like more like staffany and she was like it's staffany i was like oh okay <laughs> it is yeah i think i missed it uh the first time i watched it yeah she Stephanie says it stuff. really softly and it's kind of hard to she's literally just sounds like she's saying stephanie but she says staffany <laughs> this movie also has like the closest uh or the most like religious discussion of any of the evil deads i feel like i think so yeah like there's a like an actively Christian character. Yeah, yeah. Can I pray for her? She's not religious. <laughs> yeah, so it's like bringing those elements in, which I feel like mixed about it at first, where I'm just like, I feel um, like it bringing that in makes things more complicated. But also like they're literally demons. So yeah, here's I, the thing: it, yeah. it doesn't because right. that priest tried to do it. Yeah, did nothing. Yeah. So that's the thing. I think bringing that in, being like, hey. Church stuff doesn't work. Priest stuff doesn't work. Yeah. Like you they lose your are, eyeball and then put it in your mouth. Yeah. It'll eat your eyeball and shoot it in your friend's mouth. Like it does not work. Like it's not nothing to do with that. Like religion can't hurt them. Well, yeah. Cause there's like the whole, the big Jesus, like it was like a church basically. Uh, yeah. the, the, what's that called? Like, I mean, I know it's like the cross with Jesus on it. The crucifix. Like, yeah. Well, do you just call that a crucifix in the church? Like, is like, cause it's yeah, I think it one. has some Latin name, but oh, I don't really okay. know it. Yeah. And then all the tiny crucifixes like hanging everywhere. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. like, yeah, that's not going to do anything. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, and then it, all it made me think is like, did Jesus know about deadites? I, he maybe did. Or at least God's like, don't fucking touch that. please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't help you. Don't I, touch I, that. I didn't make those guys. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't make those that guys. That was your uncle. <laughs> uncle C. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think even Satan has a hand in these things anymore. They right. just seem so like removed from like any kind of like, oh, they're the devil's friends. That's, like that's why it's like, oh, this is the first time I really thought about how it could be related to Christianity in mm -hmm. any way. It's just they've always just been a huge chaotic force. Yeah. And like, I like how chaotic chaos. they are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just want like even at the end of Army of Darkness, the uh the original ending where everything is just uh dystopia mm -hmm. because the dead eyes just like destroyed everything yeah they didn't really want to rule over it or anything they just no, want to destroy people and take over the bodies and just because they're just like are basically big shithead yeah. gaslighters <laughs> like they just want to kill everybody uh, so true yeah i guess we haven't talked about the director much or at all really um yeah. lee cronin he's an irish filmmaker he did uh the hole in the ground mm. which is like a pretty spooky horror movie um did you see it yeah yeah, I saw it a couple of years ago, and I can't totally remember all of it. It's weird. But it gets really 
there is elements of like weird family horror yeah. as well in that movie. And I, I, I do remember liking it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I think he's a good addition to all this Evil Dead stuff. Yeah. He did great. I mean, he's good. Like yeah. I have no complaints, you know, like no, he did a awesome. good job. So I guess, you know, he's just, He's just um, earlier in his career, so there's not as much to talk about, I feel like. so. Yeah, but hey, what a, what a great starting pistol. Amazing. I'm yeah. sure that'll catapult to maybe even funner things. Yeah, and I really hope they make more Evil Dead movies in general and just kind of like never go into the lore yeah. and, and all that stuff. Yeah, good. I, I Again, I, I feel like everybody gets it by now, or maybe Sam Raimi gets it at least, and he's like, don't, we don't do that. Like, they're just, they just are, <laughs> which, you know, awesome. Do you think the Avengers could beat the Deadites? No. <laughs> well, it's like it was like Marvel zombies or whatever. Yeah. Versus the Avengers. I guess so. I guess they lose and they're just zombies. Even. So there is evil. There actually are Evil Dead versus Marvel. What? Um, comics. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was trying to. I I had a what's it called Marvel Unlimited for a while, mm-hmm. but I couldn't get them on there. I think I, then they're like old copies, so I would have to like order them online or something. Uh. So I'm curious about that because I would very much like to read those comics. Yeah. I know Ash is involved. <laughs> Of course. But I just would very much like to see what's going on there, you know? Spider-Man gets taken over. <laughs> yeah, right. Because, mm-hmm. like, Deadites are honestly way, like, more of an issue than zombies, even. Yeah. Deadites are the issue nobody's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> in America. In America. <laughs> we got some Deadites in the White House, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Mitch McConnell. <laughs> Mitch McConnell. <laughs> he lo- he hangs out at the White House all the time. He's not. I was just I was there's just silence because I'm like, yeah, Biden's old, but I'm like, but he's not like chaotic. No, he's I not guess. chaotic at all. He's he's not a deadite. He's fine. <laughs> Except when he calls uh Xi Jinping his dictator after <laughs> hanging out with him for two weeks. And then like there's like footage of the Secretary of State or whatever just being like uh, like when he's like it's like <laughs> totally a live reaction i'll just send it to you it's like can't we just get someone younger for the next term please <laughs> and have him not call them a dictator please like we just had a nice meeting with this guy we've we've gone like two ancient men now being the president i don't want to do that anymore <laughs> anyways more politics about politics. aside <laughs> We have some deadites in the White House, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm literally just trying to like be like, yeah, just like trying to, because no one's like really that chaotic right now. No, nobody is. Nobody's doing any of that shit. Yeah, no. What else is in this movie? Just a lot of barf, a lot of uh, of barf, dark fluids. Mm -hmm. Um, eating glass, which is something that's horrifying to me. It is. I wanted it to be more graphic, though. Yeah, I, th- I would have probably for if it like p- fully pierced her throat and then it got caught and she kept doing it and it was like this like jagged throat monster. Yeah, it just opens up because they're not alive anymore. You know, you know, yeah, they're doing whatever. Mm-hmm. So, but then it's the same thing with like we're talking about with Evil Dead twenty thirteen with Victor, where it was probably too much for a lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to rein it back, and I mean, it worked, mm-hmm. uh, worked monetarily, great. like. <laughs> It made the most money out of any Evil Dead movie. Yeah, so. I, I could stomach watching that. I, I literally was like, I can watch Evil Dead Rise again. I probably could not watch the Evil Dead remake again. Yeah, Thanksgiving, I would say, is in between those two movies in yeah. terms of how graphic it is. Mm. Yeah. I guess it's just because I've... Well, I mean, you've seen a lot of horror movies, too. Yeah, I guess just my palate is like, oh, if it unnerves me a little bit. Like, it kind of takes a lot. Yeah. I feel like so. Although, again, I've I've 
keep meaning to watch more Saw movies. I'm like, I don't know. Even like, I don't even know when I'm in the mood for this. Like, how do how do these movies make so much money? You know, <laughs> they're just really graphic. They are. They're intense. I'm kind of not looking forward when we have to cover like eleven of those. <laughs> when we have to we have to we're trapped would you rather cover 12 saw movies or 12 fast and furious movies because that's how many there are yep i think fast and furious in the long run honestly yeah i feel like between like the two good saw movies that i enjoy i feel like i'd have more fun doing fast and furious which ones do you enjoy I like Saw 1, uh-huh. and uh, I like Saw 2. Uh, you'll like Saw 10 also. You <laughs> like watch Saw that. 10? Yeah, that's the one that just came out. It's, it's, it's good. That you, yeah, you mentioned it. that's the one where he like attacks like, the healthcare system. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Saw 6, I think, but also Saw 10. <laughs> uh, oh, my nice. God. I was so in the bag for Saw for when I saw that movie that I, I don't even remember his name now. I don't remember his name. Puppet Man. Um, Kramer. Yes, John Kramer. John Kramer. Thank I, you. Th- there he goes. <laughs> I just saw him like bursting in the room like Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are killing me. <laughs> the healthcare system. You're killing me. It's all going Let's play a game. <laughs> Everyone deserves a chance. There's always a choice. Uh, Honestly, we just like blew through this movie. <laughs> we really did. Yeah, we talked about everything that really mattered in this. Um, the mom's eyes are the most unsettling thing in the world to me. Um, she looks terrifying. Yeah, just her transformation is really good. And mm-hmm. like the special effects and makeup people did a fantastic job. Amazing like it's job. exactly what you want for this kind of movie. Yeah. Like it's just good. Like when Beth's blowing off her limbs with a shotgun, it just looks so horrifically real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they find a way to fit the shotgun and the chainsaw in mm-hmm. there, even though it's like an apartment complex. Like, yeah. yeah, I could believe this old guy having a this Shotgun? old British guy. Is he British? Oh, isn't it? <laughs> That's why he liberally uses the c word. Well, I was gonna say it was the <laughs> deadite British. Like, do they come from a different place? But um, yeah, they find a way to fit those things in. That's honestly, it's just more the stuff I like about Evil Dead, mm-hmm. where it has the things that you want to see, but there's no huge lore. Where it's like, wait a minute, you're not tying all these that things together with like strings. Because Julian threw it into the well, and the well was sealed forever with ancient can't magic. Wait a minute, Ripley's back again? Why does this keep <laughs> happening? Back again. <laughs> yeah, there's just like very light lore, which is amazing. Yeah, it's just have a chainsaw, have a shotgun, have somebody get eviscerated because that's mm-hmm. the only way to be a deadite. Yep, yep. You're good to go. That's that's kind of it. Yeah, it's it's nice. Yeah, it's really good. It's that or survive till dawn. Or be dead till dawn. Dead by dawn. Dead by daylight. <laughs> dead by daylight too. Two. <laughs> dead by daylight too. <laughs> dead by dawn. Have you played those games? No, I actually haven't. I've seen pe- like streamers play them, but I've never like gone into it myself. It looks like oddly complicated, to be honest. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Or I was like, I don't think I'd find this interesting, to be honest. I kind of left it at Left for Dead. Yeah. Like, I know we were playing Back for Blood for a little bit. Yeah, but that was awful. <laughs> I don't know if it was awful. I just think it felt kind of like not nearly as good as Evil as uh, Left 4 Dead. Yeah. We had fun, though. We beat the campaign. Yeah. And I was like, hey, Turin, would you get the DLCs? They're like $2 right now. He's like, no, oh. never. <laughs> he was having the worst time playing those. <laughs> I feel like he has the worst time playing a lot of games with us. <laughs> Our styles clash. <laughs> he's the worst time playing a lot of games. Or he's just like, why are you playing that game? Because it's fun. Turn, we're calling you out in this episode. No more. 
He's not listening. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I forgot to mention this for Evil Dead 2013, but mm-hmm. much like that movie, this movie, this film was shot in chronological order as well. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming just from the amount of blood. That's what they had to do for 2013 <laughs> because yeah. the house is getting slowly just more bloody and messed <laughs> up. So, yeah. Um, you know, it's usually not a good thing to shoot in chronological order in terms of scheduling and everything like mm-hmm. that, but it works uh, probably the best for this. Yeah, when you're great. trying to make everything super nasty. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. When I was little, I always thought that's how movie, all movies did them. Like they shot everything in chronological order. So when I learned that they didn't do that, my brain shattered a little bit. <laughs> this is also the only movie that doesn't have Sam Raimi's car in it. What? Ah, oh, they really could have used his car. They could have used it as the getaway car in the end. Yeah, they really could have. Yeah. wonder why they didn't do that. I don't know. He's like, I'm not sending this. I'm not shipping this to <laughs> New Zealand again. I'm not doing this again. I need to make another movie, then I'll do it. <laughs> well, what are we talking? He says Doctor Strange of the Multiverse of Money. He's fine. He's always he's always fine. He's, he's always had fine. Three Spider-Man's That's right. money. What the hell? Spider-Man's movie. He's like so rich, probably. <laughs> um, uh, we never even talked about Beth, like the actor's name. Oh, she was great. Lily Sullivan. Lily Sullivan. But not the Lily Sullivan that you know. I know. Yeah, she was good. Oh, she's the face, Lily Sullivan. Oh my God! What? When I saw um, the Lily comedian, Lily Sullivan's show, she her whole one woman show was literally about I am not Lily Sullivan. Oh wow! Okay, it was super funny. It was hysterical. She did this whole bit. She's like, I'm a beautiful Australian. Yeah, and she's that's Australian Lily's, too. And that's the other one. <laughs> oh my God! That makes my day. That's interesting because I feel like that's almost like a little too early in terms of the famous Lily Sullivan's career, you know? Well, she's done some other stuff, too. You know, Michael Keaton changed his name to Keaton because uh, his last name was Douglas. Oh, Michael Douglas. (laughs) There was already one of those. Yeah, only one, yeah. And I think he changed his name because of Buster Keaton, but I always Mm. like to think it's because he loved Diane Keaton. (laughs) (laughs) I I like that. What would your celebrity name change be? I feel like Tyler Dennering's very iconic. Like, you could use that. Just because nobody... There's like 10 other people who have that last name in the world, you yeah. know, because it's not like a real name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess, but I don't really love it. Yeah. Chuck Bingsley. <laughs> and featuring Chuck Bingsley <laughs> as the guy in the corner. What, what would be yours be? I'd keep Connery. Uh, Connery Sean. Maybe I'd just be Connery Patrick or something like that. That That is a good, like, Connery Hansen's good too, but I think Connery Patrick is an even better, like, soap opera name or yeah. something. Yeah, Connery Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Patrick Dempsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah literally. Who's in Thanksgiving. He's really good. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we had fun. We had fun. Let's get out of here. Our shortest Let's... episode in quite a while. Speaking of, we have to do our rankings before I, we go. I was about to say. Oh, wow. Thank you, because I almost forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but before we go. <laughs> Would you like to go first? Do you I, want me to go first? I can go first if you like. I can also go first if you like. I, I got See, this that. is how we pan out the time. <laughs> no, you go. <laughs> People love that even more. <laughs> My countdown from, uh, should I do least favorite to favorite or favorite to least favorite? Do favorite to least favorite, yeah. Okay. Just so my number them, you know. My number one is Evil Dead 2. Mm-hmm. My number two is Evil Dead Rise. Wow. Yeah. My number three is the OG Evil Dead. Um, my number four is Army of Darkness, and my number five is the Evil Dead remake. Okay, okay. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I thought it would yeah. be. Um, I didn't know you liked Rise that much. So. I liked it a lot, yeah. Yeah, it really rose in the rankings. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. yada, yada, yada. 
only kept down by the power of Evil Dead 2. <laughs> yeah, what's your reasoning for those rankings? Um, I liked Evil Dead 2 a lot, and I loved how insane that movie is and how demented everything about it is yeah i mean it has the updated like it has a better budget too mm -hmm. and like i just keep thinking of the poltergeist kind of thing going yeah. through the door like it's very mm -hmm. it, high quality yeah you know? it, it keeps sam raimi's like energy he's directing it so like it's kind of like you know you feel like he's like this is the vision i always wanted to execute like behold yeah so that's my reasoning for that i loved evil dead rise for like i feel like kind of improving from the remake, if you ask me, mm -hmm. because I, I couldn't watch the, I, I mentioned, I, I couldn't watch remake again. I, I really wouldn't want to, at least if somebody was like, do you want to watch this again? I'd be like, ah, anything else? Like, cause it's just too, it's just too intense. violent. It's, yeah. it's, it's way too intense for me. Like it just, yeah. it goes way too far in a lot of places. Okay. Uh, but so that's why that one's more at the bottom. Evil dead rise. I liked a lot. Yeah. Um, the original evil dead, it, it just doesn't look as nice as the other ones and it's kind of like the starting so i'm like so, and you know me i'm kind of a bit of a graphics baby so i'm like if it looks pretty then i'm much more inclined to like it yeah but again i i love that final sequence where it's the whole decomposition thing happens i think that's amazing mm -hmm. so that's why that one's number three number four amir darkness it's schlocky and silly and starting to get a little boring and uh number five evil dead remake because it kind of really honestly scares me <laughs> <laughs> Which I feel like it's also rare. Yeah, yeah. It's like a movie that actually sincerely disturbed me. And I what was like, What other movies disturb you? Can you think of any? <sighs> any movie that like I actively like don't ever want to see again. <sighs> Niles is jingle belling around. Yeah, it's Niles Jingles. I can't think of one off the top of my head right now. So like that's how like rare it is to be like for me to be like, oh, I I don't want to watch that ever again. It was probably probably some horror movie where I'm like that was really, really violent. I'm like, I don't want to watch that again. Minions. Minions. The Minions 2 was so terrifying to me and upsetting that I decided never to watch it. After I saw it in theaters with Geronimo, I was like, I can't see that again. <laughs> Skip shouting banana at you. <laughs> banana! <laughs> what about you, Tyler? What are your rankings? My rankings for the Evil Dead franchise are, number one, The Evil Dead. Number two, Evil Dead 2. Nice. <laughs> number three, Evil Dead 2013. Ooh. Number four, Evil Dead Rise. Oh. Number five, Army of Darkness. Wow. So I made you pick, make these picks. Yeah. I, the original Evil, The Evil Dead just feels like it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Just I've just been watching so many 70s, 80s, 90s horror movies mm -hmm. uh, the past couple years. I've just been really trying to catch up in all those departments. Yeah. In my own, in my, that's how I look at it in my own mind, at least. And it's just like, it just doesn't feel like literally any other movie. Yeah. <laughs> and there's just so many effects. And just all the camera movements and stuff are just feel so innovative. Mm -hmm. And it's fun. It's scary. Evil Dead 2 is not as scary. It's like way more. It's a little bit more goofy. Yeah. yeah. But like it looks amazing, mm -hmm. you know. But it also the first movie kind of gives me like it's like the most inspirational to me as ever wanting to make a movie. Yeah. It's just like, oh, you know what? Like this is just so full of ideas and everything. I'm mm -hmm. Like maybe I can make a movie too. Yeah. But it also makes me think that like. Sam Raimi is like a crazy genius. I'm like, nobody can do this. Only he can do this. So it's just like such a specific feel. Like it feels very low budget in ways that I like. Like I just always think about them driving to the to the cabin mm -hmm. and them just being like, la, 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 la. And it's like there's a car running towards them, like a big truck or whatever. It's like, and Bruce Campbell on the map is like, it's going to be right. 
just like the right amount of humor for me uh and evil dead 2 like you said it's just like all the uh i just love all the stop motion and everything in the first Mm -hmm. movie and then it looks even better in the second one Mm -hmm. but it's just like very like homemade work like work like worn feel of the first movie yeah it works for me evil Dead 2 basically all the things that you said Mm -hmm. is why that's my second favorite Uh, 2013 i just i do really like the tone of it Except, yeah. of course, the uh, the tree more yeah. tree rape stuff that I feel like is not necessary mm-hmm. um, to put in the movie. Um, I like the idea of even like evil trees and stuff like that. Yeah, That's yeah. an Evil Dead too. Mm-hmm. But and I just like how pitch black like the tone is, yeah. and I really do want to see the extended edition or like the director's cut or whatever mm-hmm. because I feel like it will feel more like a full picture to me. Yeah. Um, I do think some of the performances are pretty bad though, mm. and it's like kind of hard to get through the beginning. The, the lead does but, a good job on the bright side. Yeah, she is. She is really good. Um, mm. Jane Jane Levy's really good as Mia. Like yeah. I, I I do I really really like her. No, she's awesome. Yeah, yeah. She, she carries that whole movie on her shoulders. Um, Evil Dead Rises after that, just because kind of the things we talked about where mm-hmm. you like that tone better, I yeah. feel like it becomes a little bit more about like creatures a little bit mm-hmm. and it incorporates family into it yeah. that has never been done before. So mm-hmm. all that stuff I, I really appreciate. Um, but just the tone of 2013 is like like that more pitch black tone. Yeah, you prefer I like more yeah. like it's really graphic, I guess, like not. I don't know. I don't get pleasure out of like seeing people being dismembered and stuff in movies, but it's just like, that's, and it's not even like, Oh, that's so like hardcore, bro. It's just something, there's just something about that. That that's what it feels like the most real to me. Yeah. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. it just feels really realistic like, in a way. You're it's just locked like, in a room with dead eye. Jacob, he's going to get you. <sighs> Jacob Padilla. Jacob Padilla. He's not going to get me. Jacob would never get me as a dead eye. <laughs> This might be a fun game for us. This might be a fun okay. game. He's like, Hold on, finish, finish okay, your okay. I have a game idea. <laughs> he can't kill me. He can't kill me. Like, I love you too much, Tyler. Oh. That's um, how he gaslights you. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, and then Army of Darkness is last because, it, like I said, every one of these movies, you can rank them however you want. They're yeah, all really good. good. It's really just a matter of tone. By and large, mm-hmm. even though Sam Raimi only did the first three, like the other two, I think are up there. They are just in different ways, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's definitely silliest, the goofiest. I, I want to watch it the least because it's just like we talked with Victor. It was like you know, it's a great movie to see for the first time when you're like yeah. 13. Mm-hmm. It's just like, what is this? It's a good a jumping good on point, <laughs> mix of fantasy and horror, and it really is like there's not a lot of movies like it still. Truly. Um, yeah, it's it's great, but it's still last on my list. Like all of these are really good. Yeah, they're you know? all great. It's so nice after covering crappier franchises. <laughs> it really does feel so good. <laughs> it this, feels so nice. This whole month has felt so good covering these. <laughs> we got some Godzillas coming up. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Got Hunger Games coming up. Oh. I always say things on the podcast and then they don't happen, but <laughs> I have but firm belief are, that these, these will. Firm, yeah, yes. we have to. There's a new Godzilla movie coming yeah, up. Come on. Absolutely. Do you know me at all? <laughs> all right, so here's my game. Which of our friends would you think would be the most scary deadite? I think Marin. Marin? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Because it'd be a very harsh tone shift for how she usually <laughs> yes, is. it would be really disturbing because Marin is like the sweetest nicest person mm-hmm. like i've ever met like yeah. that's just her demeanor mm-hmm. you know and i'm not like 
I don't want anybody anybody else listening to be like, I'm nice. I'm like, just like, <laughs> look, if you know Marin, like, and she's been on the pod too. It's yeah. just like I cannot ever see her becoming evil no. in real life. <laughs> so the th- she would be the most gaslighty uh, uh, deadite, deadite, I think, because it's like, oh, she's so nice. Like I can trust you with anything. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she's like. Hey, you fucker! <laughs> and start stabbing me with like a knife or something. Like it would be really, really extreme and terrifying. I think that's that's my pick as Marin. No, Marin that's Ganey, that's great. You creator convinced. of our artwork. Yeah, you you convinced me. I agree. <laughs> we gotta come up with. We gotta talk about some other ones though. Who okay, else? who do you think would be the silliest deadite? The silliest? Yeah. Like this is people who've been on the podcast. Enough of our friends in general. If you can be on the podcast as the well, that might help silliest. our listeners. What do you mean by silliest? Like uh, I'll, uh Ash's girlfriend, like dancing around with her head off, and like oh, just being Geronimo. So, Geronimo would be very silly. <laughs> dead, yeah, he would be very into it. I yeah, think, you he'd, know? He'd, he'd be dead and loving. <laughs> just like Dracula. Just like Dracula. Just like Dracula. That's a good point. He would. He'd be having a lot of fun. He'd be really into it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that for him. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Well, so what other kind of deadites are there? Most violent deadite. Most violent? Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to like. Who of our friends is violent? It's not fun. <laughs> most. Uh, who most, would, most chatty. You. Me. <laughs> I'd be the chatty. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, probably. <laughs> most chatty. <laughs> you throw one out there. Um. Hmm. It's just a fine line being like, I don't want to think of friends as being like, who would be like the grossest dead <laughs> Who would be like shooting bile and stuff? Ugh. Well, it's not really them. They're dead. They're gone. I know. <laughs> it's still rude, though. It's still rude. <laughs> Who'd be the rudest dead Oh, the rudest dead Would it be Jacob? No. Jacob would just laugh the entire time, I feel like. <laughs> but you wouldn't but he would also play it as if like, am I a dead eye? Yeah, I, I don't know. Guys, Maybe like... it's like you definitely are. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, Jacob, you're just doing that. You're not a dead eye. And he's like, I know. No. But then he actually is a dead eye. Yeah, you don't know. He's... Well, uh, that was our <laughs> who would make the best dead eye game. <laughs> Play with your friends. Who would be the best Deadite? Yeah. Oh, but you actually didn't. Who's the best Deadite? <laughs> well, was it most likely to be a Deadite? No, the first one was like, who would be the scariest Deadite? Yeah, Marin would be the scariest. Yeah. yeah. Because I would feel so betrayed. Yeah. When she k- kills me with a, like a, what a cake batter thing. <laughs> <laughs> like slowly scrambling my brains with a. <laughs> with a whisk. Yeah, with a whisk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Through the ears. <laughs> oh, horrifying. <laughs> I feel like deadites so much often boil down to like their job, the, their, the person's job in life, and they often use those materials to kill people with. Yeah, that's fun. We yeah. need a chef deadite. Yeah. I don't know any chef friends. Well, I mean, I don't, I'm saying we do, but I mean, like in the movies. Yeah. It would be nice to have a chef deadite. That'd be fun. So then they're just like throwing knives at everybody, <laughs> cooking them, like smashing their face against the hot, hot oven. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Make it take place in a restaurant next. That's fun. Oh, yeah. But it's like it's like the bear meets Evil Dead. Yes. <laughs> it's like everyone's really, like, really committed to being in a restaurant. Yeah. We have to get this order. I don't care if he's ripping your head off. <laughs> <laughs> they still have to deliver the food. So they keep the dead eye in the freezer. 
he gets this, out. This has legs, I feel like, like Deadite in a restaurant. I mean, I really hope that there's a bunch of fun sequels that are not related to each other. And mm-hmm. maybe we'll write one in 15 years Woo! from now. <laughs> We're so pleased with ourselves. I know. We did so good this episode. <laughs> so true, bestie. Uh, besties. Well, here we are. The silence that follows every episode of the franchise. We're just, you know, it's the holidays. We're recording the day before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. We're just we're just blowing off steam here. I'm so hungry. Connery's <laughs> starving. He's getting delirious. <laughs> Literally, I've just had a coffee today. He started quoting Eddie Murphy's Delirious, and I told him, please don't do that. I'm like, Stop. Those are our thoughts on the Evil Dead Rise and the Evil Dead franchise. Double thumbs up. Double thumbs up. Good all around. Mm-hmm. Check them out if you yeah. haven't and you've listened to all these somehow. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> what are you or doing? you're just tuning in for Evil Dead Rise. Like, or, is this worth it? Yes, it is. Or Box maybe you've been listening along one at a time per week. Like, like, mm-hmm. like, like the best listener. Those are our thoughts on <laughs> Evil Dead Rise and the Evil Dead franchise. Woo. Stay tuned for the next upcoming episodes. Uh, we're trying to sort it out which one's coming first. Yeah, it might doing- be Songbirds. It might be... Uh, Godzilla, Shin Godzilla, Godzilla minus one. Nice. But those are coming up, and then we'll do a little thing for Christmas, and then we'll uh, January will hit. Yeah, man. And the fun, the fun uh, antics will begin anew. Another year of franchise. Another you believe year, it? Another year. We're going on four years now. Don't bring it up. <laughs> Don't bring it up. We're aging. <laughs> Time. We're not famous yet. We're never gonna be. <laughs> Here's a quick hint. <laughs> Probably uh, never gonna be. This is the, but that's the only reason I do this podcast. What? That's the only reason I have. I hang out with my friends, uh, and I want to get famous. <laughs> and once I do, they're not invited to be on anymore. <laughs> I need to have guests like Peter Weller. On. <laughs> Peter Weller. Uh, James Gunn. James Gunn. Joe Rogan's Joe gonna be Rogan. on. Yeah, I was trying to come up with worse people. Alex Jones. <laughs> That's when we're famous. <laughs> when we turn hard right from. Oh okay. my god, a dramatic pivot. <laughs> Thank you to Martin Ganey for artwork and Nick Averka for our music and for both of you not becoming deadites. Yeah, good job. Please like, share, and subscribe our podcast wherever you can see it. Please share it, subscribe, give us five stars. Help Tyler achieve his dream of us being famous. (laughs) (laughs) Just another guy in Hollywood (laughs) being overly committed to one thing. Another white man wanting to be famous in Los Angeles. (laughs) (laughs) Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's 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 it. I think. Mm-hmm. E- email us at uh, the franchise podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Follow us at franchise pod wherever you find us on social media. Yes. Uh, stay tuned for the next episodes. Until next time. Let me speak to maggots now. <laughs> Join us. I did that like Kermit. Mommy's with the maggots now. <laughs> okay. Mommy's with the maggots now. I did it like Doctor Evil. Mommy's with the maggots now. <laughs> Zip it. Zip it. Sucks. <laughs> I'll never be famous. Now. <laughs> Bye, everyone. This is one of my new favorite episodes. <laughs>